Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. Today on Housing Wire Daily, we have a special episode sponsored by Finance of America talking about non-QM offerings. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the conversation. Hi, Housing Wire listeners. My name is Melissa Smith, and I'm the Managing Editor of Content Solutions here at Housing Wire. In this sponsored episode of Housing Wire Daily, we're joined by Steve Reich, Chief Operations Officer, and Kate Amore, Chief Product Officer with Finance of America Mortgage, to talk about expanding lending solutions to borrowers through non-QM offerings. Steve, Kate, it's so nice to have you here today. Thank you for joining us on Housing Wire Daily. Thanks, Melissa. It's so wonderful to be here. I know our listeners are no strangers to the challenges of today's housing market, but let's start this conversation with a zoomed out look. In your view, what are the main challenges borrowers are facing today? Um, Melissa, we we look at it as there's three main challenges facing borrowers today. The first just being overall market trends. Um, Home prices have increased 19, 20% year over year and, and don't seem to be slowing down. There is a limited inventory out there and a lot of demand. We are hearing all around the country that there are bidding wars. Uh, There was an article the other day we read that over half of all homes have bidding wars going on, and that is increasing the price on these homes, uh, and it's going to continue to increase the price. And then we also have the housing inventory shortage is being exasperated by the fact that builders cannot get inventory to build more homes. So we are expecting this housing shortage and inventory shortage to last for many more years to come. The second thing that's facing borrowers right now is high interest rates. We have gone from interest rates 30-year fixed in the twos to low threes uh, just a few months ago to now we have hit a new record high, um, well, record in the past 12 years, I should say, of over 5%. That increase has taken the average home price uh, for a borrower who puts 20% down on a $375,000 home, which is right about the average home price in America today, that's going to increase your payment by about $300 a month. So that 2% interest rate increase with the home prices going up, it's going to increase your, your interest payment that you're going to make on a home by about $300 a month. And that is a lot of money out of our borrowers' pockets. And if you're a first-time home buyer, to be able to get in and afford that and to be able to win a bid is very difficult. And then the last thing that we are seeing as a trend in this industry that's making it difficult is borrowers' complex incomes. So many of our borrowers today have more than just the nine to five job. They might also sell things on Etsy. They might be an Uber driver. They might rent their home uh, on a VRBO if they already are an existing homeowner. And how do we use all that income into their calculation of qualifying for a mortgage? Yeah. Um, Standard guidelines, underwriting guidelines today would probably cut a lot of this income out. We're trying to figure out ways to calculate that income. I mean, if we have a borrower who's well-deserving and qualified to buy a home and own a home, we want to use all their income and all the income that they earn and get them to qualify for the house that they want. So with all of that in mind, let's talk non-QM options. What are the popular offerings right now? So I think that there are three main borrower types that we can really help today with non-QM products. 
The first is the industrious self-employed borrower who has figured out how to find an amazing accountant to write down their income. The second is the person who wants to buy their dream retirement home or even stay in their property with inflation impacting like a fixed income or something like that. And then there are also the individuals out there, and this is a personal favorite of mine, that are looking to find financial freedom by creating wealth through property investing. And so we can really talk about how our products are able to help those three main categories of borrowers. And so we'll first, we'll start with the self-employed borrowers through our FLEX program. Our FLEX program is able to serve everyone from Main Street America down to an emergency room uh, surgeon on a 1099. We have a product that is able to help those individuals. And even the person who, who maybe has a lot of assets sitting in a bank account and could walk in and buy that house in cash, but doesn't want to. So we have loans for all of that. Our most popular is going to be our 12-month bank statement program. And it is perfect for someone with that accountant out there that is out there looking to write down that income. And in the past, if you were in sales, you'd have to tell that borrower to come back. You'd have to say, listen, I can't serve you today. I need you to go out and claim more income, pay more taxes, and then come back in a year or two. And that's no longer the case. Like we are actually able to originate loans for those borrowers today, leveraging their cash flow. We also have loans that are for asset depletion programs that for people who don't even have employment. So it's pretty amazing what we're able to do with our non-QM products and all the different ways that we're able to look at qualifying them. Another great place that we're able to help people are those who are in retirement or above the age of 55. A lot of people don't realize that if you're above the age of 55, you can potentially qualify for a reverse mortgage. And these are not the mortgages of the past that everyone's heard about. These are really amazing transactions that allow and empower people to stay in their home, invest money in other places, while also being able to find that financing. A lot of people don't realize that a reverse mortgage is actually for a purchase transaction. And Finance of America is an innovator in this area. We have reverse mortgages um, all the way up to $4 million. And then we also have the very first of its kind, which is a um, hybrid reverse, which is our equity avail program. And that will allow a borrower to make interest-only payments for the first 10 years so they can invest in other type of assets. And then it'll convert to a reverse mortgage um, after they retire. And so these are really amazing options to help people stay in homes. It'll help combat inflation and definitely different ways to look at how you can say yes. And then my one of my personal favorites is for the real estate investor. And that is our DSCR program. It is a debt service coverage ratio is what that stands for. And it, it is literally what it sounds like. You're going to take that future rent payment and use it to cover your mortgage payment. That service coverage ratio, it's that simple. And it is an absolutely amazing transaction that will allow you to go out and buy that real estate investment property, maybe a small multifamily property if you're looking to get into it, or you could even through our fix and flip program, buy a property, renovate it, and put it out to market. So we're all about finding ways to help you say yes and to help borrowers um, get into homes. Because really, there's like nothing better than helping people and empowering people through the dream of home ownership. So, Kate, you just touched on it, but I'll kick this one over to Steve first. How could non-QM offerings potentially give borrowers an edge versus traditional loans? Uh, as we've discussed already, and Kate laid out a bit, right? The non-QM provides a wider credit box and, and brings more ways to bring income into a 
into qualifying a borrower. You know, we offer the Flex product here, Finance American Mortgage, plus all the products that Kate already referenced, the Reverse and the um, DSCR product lines, for example. Um, so the 9QM are written in a more modern approach for today's modern customer. Uh, the uh, standard underwriting guidelines that are out there today, as we talked about, right, you might have a borrower who makes $6,000 a month in their standard job and then an additional three, dollars $4,000 a month being an uh, Uber driver and selling crafts on Etsy. A lot of guidelines would cut that three, dollars $4,000 out. Your standard guidelines, you're looking for ways, you're almost looking for ways to cut income where the 9QM is looking for ways to add income to the transaction that the borrower is actually making. So it, it is just a modern way to look at income and the borrower today. Kate, anything you would add? So I think Steve hit the nail on the head there. More ways to say yes. And earlier when Steve was talking about how, you know, the average payment is, you know, the way that inflation is impacting borrowers by up to $300 a month. I mean, we're really looking for ways to solve that problem. And if you have that side hustle or that gig, we absolutely have a loan for that where it will allow you to use those cash flows and those programs in order to offset that. Um, other creative ways that we've found to help borrowers finance properties is to be able to use an asset depletion distribution and use that on top of their existing job. So if you've been smart saving your money and you have a way and you're just just almost there with qualification, we can combine the best of both worlds, both the traditional and the benefits of non-QM all in one neat tidy bow to be able to help that borrower get that loan closer to be able to buy that new home. It's just really common sense underwriting at the end of the day. Common sense underwriting. So what are some common hesitancies you see from lenders, brokers, and LOs when it comes to offering non-QM options? I think the first is market volatility. Um, I mean, there, there could be some potential negative impact as the market goes up and down. It's not as uh, as fluid and liquid as the agency product lines. Uh, you also um, you, you need to be a lender like Finance America that has a very long history of proprietary products. I mean, we've been rolling out uh, products, whether it be a reverse, our commercial, or our Ford mortgage uh, divisions, that we've written our own guides. We sell, securitize, and sell stuff on the secondary market. So you need that knowledge and experience to be able to really succeed in this space. Uh, the other, I would say, big hesitancy is just how complex these products are. So you then have to roll out guidelines. You have to train and have a specialized staff for this. Uh, you have to create a LOS system and a point of sale system that will marry all this together. Um, it is pretty complex. So Kate, anything you would add to that? Yeah. I mean, if you're thinking about getting into non-QM, finding the right partner is key and really having that history of originating that product. I always like to say the first year you figure out what you don't know. And then the second year you start to get good at it, but we don't have the luxury of that in this market, right? You need that assistance now. And you need to be able to count on the right business partner now. And so I think there's a couple different strategies that our listeners could think about when deciding how you want to get into non-QM. Um, first and foremost is obviously joining a retail company that has the depth of perspective and the amazing operations staff that are going to have that and know how to do it. Like you're not going to take an agency underwriter, pop them over to non-QM and that's going to go well, right? You need to have that history, understand it, know how to look at the more complex files and be able to um, you know, address that properly. 
the next way that I like to look at it is think through like, how are you going to operationalize that? So if you don't have a history, it's amazing to partner with a company that can support you in a broker outlet. So that way you don't have to hire the staff. You can get your feet wet, learn the product, be able to broker it to a partner like Finance of America Wholesale. And then also, if maybe you have a little bit more experience, but you don't have the back-end capital markets expertise, that's where our non-delegated correspondent program is perfect. It gives you that additional assurance. You're going to be able to come in. We'll underwrite it, re-underwrite it for you. And then you'll be able to fund that and take advantage of a top-notch capital markets team and distribution network that supports everything from private loan securitization um, all the way down to whole loan bulk trading as well, as Steve had mentioned. Um, And that expertise and depth of knowledge can really help you kind of figure out the different ways that you want to enter that market. So let's talk about the borrowers then. Do they have any reluctance regarding non-QM? You know, I don't even know if borrowers know what non-QM is. (laughs) I think that that's an industry term in in, in my thought process on that. I think what borrowers really care about is, can I get financing and how difficult was the experience? And in the past, I think we, you know, the industry used to really beat up self-employed borrowers and make things kind of challenging for them. And I'm really excited about all of the innovation and technology and process and all of the different things that we really do to differentiate ourselves in this space now. I mean, we've created really common sense programs like our 1099 program, our P&L program, our asset depletion program that really cut back on unnecessary paperwork. That's unnecessary paperwork. These are not stated income, low doc loans. These are common sense cash flow programs that look at the required paperwork to make that decision and not superfluous. And let's just toss a bunch of paperwork at it. I know that that is the days of the past. And then here in the modern world, we're not focused on over-documenting files. So we are able to offer that better customer experience, which at the end of the day, borrowers care about. Can you close my loan on time? And I'm happy to report when you have a really good process in place that thinks about that and takes into account borrowers' needs, we can process many of these non-QM transactions in 20 days or less, which is pretty amazing. And I have to give a shout out to all of our business partners who make that possible here at Finance of America. Well, that's a perfect segue because my last question for both of you is how does Finance of America approach these concerns and create a better borrower experience? So one of our secret sauces is that we go about figuring out how to make it easier for a borrower to figure out if they qualify for these deals up front because they don't know what a non-QM is. Like They know that I have a complex scenario. I'm being told no by other people. I want to buy my dream home for my family. I want to stay in my retirement property. Can you help me? So what we've done at Finance of America to differentiate ourselves in this area is to think about the customer first and create an upfront process that allows us to quickly determine what type of program our borrowers qualify for. We're able to support our loan officers, our TPO partners, and our correspondents with quick same-day responses on income calculation and on deal structuring. And that really is something that we think makes a big difference is that speed to a quick yes. Steve, anything you want to add there? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the borrower experience, I think the best thing you can do is put them with a educated advisor who can help them through this process. It is complex to buy a home. I mean, you have a thousand things on your mind. You're moving. You're signing your kids up to a new school. All these different things that are happening. You want the mortgage to be as simple as possible, and you need an, a guide, an advisor to walk you through this process. As Kate mentioned, you know we're, we have a whole network to devise to help our advisors 
make this process simple, but our advisors then have to help the borrower and make them feel comfortable and supported all the way through this process, whether it be our internal, you know, distributed retail Finance America employees or our TPO network, uh, our broker community out there that are signed up and sending us loans every day. So we believe that the advisor is key to making this process go smooth. Great point. Well, it's been really interesting to hear all of your insights on the role of non-QM lending and what that can play in today's market. Kate, Steve, thank you so much for joining us on Housing Wire Daily and sharing your thoughts. Listeners, we'll see you back here tomorrow. How have the 2022 housing market forecast changed? Or how is the industry navigating the shift to a purchase-driven market? HousingWire's premium content program, HW+, answers questions like these and offers a variety of member-exclusive benefits that are tailored to what you need to stay competitive and agile in today's fast-paced market. Go to housingwire.com forward slash membership to join today. With your HW+, membership, you get access to longer-form digital content, the HousingWire magazine, member-exclusive rates to in-person events like HousingWire Annual, and more. Thanks for listening to HousingWire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.